Okay, taking a look at today's sentence, gentlemen. Again. Okay, Nick, I didn't call on you. Again, this is our, our fourth sentence. Tomorrow we have our next quiz, so we want to pay attention here. Make sure we've got good notes. What should you do if you realize you don't have good notes on any of the sentences or if you were absent any days? What should you do, Luke? So, so I started doing it a little differently in second quarter because the blog took too much time to update. So I guess you haven't had to look back in a while. What should you do if you realize you don't have good notes on the sentences? Where will you? F That's one thing you can do. All right, but wait, wait. You guys know every day I record these. Where do I put the recordings? In the notes field of the slides. Okay. Next great question is where will you find the slides? So where will you find the topic section on the portal? In the grammar topic section. Okay. In the grammar topic section on the portal, you will find the slides. In the slides. Okay. In the slides, you will find the recordings from class, like the one we're doing right now. You will also find, of course, the word of the day if you missed any. So you can get notes from a friend, but you can also basically go listen to what happened in class and it will be just like you were here. Hooray! Okay, let's get on to today's sentence. Today's sentence. I believe God is a poet. Every religion in our history was made of poems and songs, and not a few of them had books attached. All right, so taking a look at today's sentence here, prepositional phrases. We had, in our history, of poems and songs, and also of them. Okay, verbs. First verb was believe. Action verb. Who are believes? I believe. I believe who are what? God is a poet. Just like we saw yesterday where we had a whole group of words as the subject, in this sentence we have a whole group of words as the direct object, right? The answer to the question, I believe what, is God is a poet. That is also a clause. It's a group of words with a subject and verb. Our verb is is, linking verb. Who or what is? God is. God is what? Poet, predicate nominative. In this sentence, God is a poet, that's a dependent clause because the word that is understood, right? In this sentence, what it's really saying is, I believe that God is a poet. But a lot of times we leave the word that out. So, that's the first part of our sentence. Next verb, was made. Action verb. Who or what was made? Religion was made. We know there's not going to be a direct object because after the verb, we have a prep phrase and then we have one comma all by itself. Why does that comma tell us we don't need to look for any more main parts? What rule explains why we can move on from this verb? The cliff rule, because you can't separate main parts with a single comma, right? We have only one comma, so we can't possibly have more main parts for made on the other side of that comma. So now we can go to our next verb. Our next verb is had. Who or what had? A few had. 
A few had what? Books. Books is the direct object. What do you think this semicolon's doing? What do semicolons do? Oh, you know what? Yes. And so it's in between a period and a comma? Okay, it's a stronger pause than a comma. Okay, so it's, it's not as much of a pause as a period, but it's more of a pause than a comma. That's pretty true. Uh, to be more specific, what semicolons do is they separate two independent clauses. In other words, here we have an independent clause. I believe God is a poet. That's a complete thought, right? On the other side of our semicolon, we have another complete thought. Every religion in our history was made of poems and songs. What, do, what does a comma and a conjunction do? What do we expect to have on each side of our comma and conjunction? If every religion in history was made of poems and songs is an independent clause, what has to be on the other side of our comma and conjunction? Another independent clause. So how many independent clauses did we have in this sentence? How many independent clauses? Three. I believe God is a poet. That was our first one. Second one, every religion in our history was made of poems and songs. Independent clause. Not a few of them had books attached. Third independent clause. We have three independent clauses in this sentence. We also have one dependent clause, that God is a poet. Okay, so this is a pretty tricky sentence. It's got a lot of parts happening to it. Um, are there any passive verbs in this sentence? Do you see any verbs here that are in the passive voice? Yes. Correct. How did you know that? How did you know that, Chet? Was made is passive voice. Nope, that's not the reason. You got the right answer, but we have to know the reason why. It has a subject. Its subject is religion. So it has a subject. Why is was made passive, Luke? Correct. Religion doesn't do the action of making, right? Religion was made. Who did the action of making? The person that made religion. Whoever made the religion. But it doesn't say who made the religion in this sentence. So this is passive voice. In this sentence, do you think we can fix the passive voice? Yes. All right, how would you fix it? I want, okay, I want to, I'm definitely asking you to identify and fix passive verbs on tomorrow's quiz. Yep. Whoever created the religion, or we could get creative. We could say something like, um, people made poems 
and songs to celebrate every religion or something like that. So we would have to change it a little. Right? We might have to get creative sometimes if we want to turn passive voice into active. But could we do it? We sure could. Yes. It's passive. A verb is passive when the subject, the grammatical subject, doesn't do the verb's action. So the action here is making. Religion doesn't make things, right? Um, someone makes a religion or makes a way of celebrating religion. Uh, so because the subject does not do the action, this is a passive verb. Any other questions about today's sentence? Yes. 